welcome to Podcast vs. Player, episode 158. I'm one of your hosts, Carl, and as always, I'm joined by a man who saw J.K. Rowling talking about the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter. He hasn't seen anyone milk a small wizard this much since Debbie McGee. (laughs) (laughs) It's only bloody Dan. Hello. Hello, you cheeky little bastard. (laughs) You're right. I am, mate. You are a tired boy. Sorry, I am very tired. My apologies already in advance. I'm probably not going to give it the full beans today, I'll be honest. We've all been there. We've all been there. Considering the last podcast was about an hour, and we are talking about Star Wars, and then the PVPPS, which is a Patreon exclusive, it was done afterwards, which was also about an hour, and I was talking about Star Trek. Unless you're going to get on either topic, I'm probably not going to be quite so engaging, I'll be honest. But... I'm aiming to stay clear, <laughs> as the <laughs> PVPPS is usually about 15 minutes. Yeah, but, you know, you get me stalking, stalk, oh god, see, I can't even talk, <laughs> fucking Christ. This week's episode is brought to you by Blueberry. Blueberry's a premier podcast hosting service, and with Podcast vs. Player, you can get one month for free. Simply go to blueberry.com and use promo code PVP and get 30 days free. There you are, done. Brilliant. Dan. I've got some non-Star Trek slash Star Wars related news. Then why are you telling me? Because <laughs> I'm assuming it's something you really want to talk about. Oh, okay. It's not. No. So, uh, with Joker currently smashing box office records with Joaquin Phoenix in the lead role, yeah. it's easy to forget. Hmm? Off oh, he said something, sorry. <laughs> no, I said yes. Yes. Um, it's easy to forget that it's only three years since the last version of the Clown... The, Clown Prince of Crime was on screen. Yep. Jared Leto played the role in 2016 Suicide Squad, and despite initial rumours he would return to the role, this now seems very unlikely. According to a new report, he wasn't happy about the decision to make another Joker movie without him. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, the Hollywood Reporter states Leto, or Leto, whatever, was left feeling, quote, alienated and upset. I bet he was. I bet he was fucking gutted. Considering well, they, they sold him on this whole fucking film. And everything that he was going to be get, like bringing to the film, and they used him about ten minutes, maybe if that. And then this whole new film. Honestly, I, I, I'm I'm not going to say that Jared Leto is a bad actor. He's a very good actor. But compared to Joaquin Phoenix, he's not he, a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> he, he couldn't. I I I haven't seen Joker yet, so no. I really can't pass comment on it. But. Ever since the the first kind of trailers that came out, we I'm not going to speak for you, sorry, but um, I was really intrigued by what this film was going to be and what it could potentially be. Um, but I don't think that, given the the serious nature of what this Joker film's about, I don't think that the Jared Leto, not him per se and his ability, but the character that they made for that Suicide Squad film. I don't think that that Joker could be done in such a serious way. Not a chance. Um, he, was a, he was a walking joke. It was, well, I suppose that's the point, but it was it was too wacky and too colourful and whatever, and I, I think that... And plus, he, he he's not, like, the first Joker either. He's yeah. also not the best by a long stretch. <laughs> so it's not as if he's, like... You know, if, if they were... So say if this was five years ago and then they decided to make... Um, an Iron Man film and then didn't put Robert Downey Jr. in it, I'm sure he's got every right to go, what the fuck? Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you, like, I, I brought this character to, you know, it is now a household name. 
I did that. Well, it's it's more than just Robert Downey Jr. Obviously, but no, but I know, I know what you mean. But you know, for the average person, it's he's the one who created that character and sold it, and he's he's obviously doing everything within his power to keep. Iron that. Man was a bloody Z-lister prior to the yeah, MCU. so he's kept that persona alive within himself as well. You know, people yeah. see Robert Downey Jr. They don't necessarily see him anymore. Now they see Iron Man. Yeah. Um, whereas I think the Jared Leto Suicide Squad Joker is kind of a character that you would really want to distance yourself from. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'd understand him... I get where, I understand where he's come from. It is got to be shitty. Hmm. That is the nature of Hollywood, unfortunately. But I would be more sympathetic had, had Suicide Squad been a massive success and everyone was really happy and they're like, oh, he, he was a really good Joker. He wasn't, and the film was wank. So it's not surprising that they... They probably was going to go with in a different direction. That's not his fault. No, not but, at all. But he uh, was also incredibly heavy in the trailers, the promotional material, all the marketing. It was all yeah. you know, Joker and Harley, Joker and Harley, and then they don't actually spend any time together except <laughs> in a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got there's a little bit towards the end. Oh well, well yeah, when he rescues maybe. Yeah. But it's again a very bad version of the Joker. There's not a single version of the Joker who would go and save Harley Quinn. No. That's that's the weird thing. Like they, he's... they basically turned it to Romeo and Juliet. And that's the thing. It's this romanticised version of the relationship. That's the thing yeah. that gets me. Is that the, at least in my opinion, or my mind anyway, the, the Joker-Harley relationship is not a hashtag relationship goal. No. It's, it's the definitive... Abusive relationship. Yeah, she, he he wants nothing to do with her. She's obsessed. Yeah, she's completely dependent to win, on him to win his affection. Exactly, and that's I mean that's why I kind of like that the Birds of Prey film is the emancipation of Harley Quinn, and I'm, I'm just sort of going no no more Joker. I'm moving away from him, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, kind of how they did in Assault on Arkham, hmm. where they have to break back into Arkham and Joker's in there, and he's excellent just, film. He just roils her up like that. Yeah, um, and that. That is like it's it, that's her sort of realization of what he's been doing to her this whole time and how much she actually really hates him and whatever. And I just didn't get any sense of that from what they showed in Suicide no. Squad film. And again, if it had been a Joker and Harley film, maybe they could have fixed some of that. But it was just this mishmash of people that I couldn't give a flying fuck about. Not not the characters because most of them I do. That those characters particularly. Uh, the, the, did did you just, like Goomba from Super Mario Bros? Yeah, I don't. What, what? Killer Croc's supposed to be this like? Even Batman's supposed to be like that. God. Yeah. Like he's not. He's not supposed to be someone that's of little to no use. So he was fucking. There's like one scene where he like, like swims on, like into the like gets into the water on all fours, like an animal, and then the rest he's just like a a reasonably sized tattooed man. Hmm. It's just it's fucking stupid. I still I still don't get why they didn't make basically a live action or sort on Arkham. Maybe the comparison would have been too heavy, but the or, thing or at is, least used it for reference. Yeah, maybe so because it is that's a, that's a great film. That's a great Suicide Squad. It fucking film. is. It was fucking brilliant. And they so, they, they had the same fucking cast members pretty much. Yeah, well so characters. I'm, sorry, I'm hoping that the the new. Suicide Squad, whatever that's going to be called. I think it's just called Suicide Squad, isn't it? Or The Suicide Squad? Yeah, it's just the, Suicide The James Squad. Gunn one, yeah. I'm hoping that one might repair some of the damage from the other one. 
But it's a, it's a full reboot, isn't it? It's not a. Well, it's I think it's like a it's... soft. It's a soft reboot because there's well, still yeah, some of the same yeah, actors you, in you, it. They're still bringing people back into mm. to re- reprise the roles, but it's going to be better because James Gunn's doing it. But yeah, well, I'd like to think so. But and plus with the the names that they've got attached to it as well, although most of them I imagine disposable. Yeah, um, I'm just hoping high they percentage are going to die. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm just hoping that they just don't copy what Deadpool two did. Yeah. And just go, yeah, X Force, and then kill them all in one big scene, because that was hilarious. But it's it's also very easy to copy when you yeah, get fucking done Terry Crews and Brad Pitt and um, the fucking spit the Venom spit guy. Yeah, and all yeah, you know, just kill them all off in one go, and that was great because it was just like, yeah, he doesn't need a team; he's fine. Yeah. But I think but that it, if but it was just, genuinely funny. Yeah, I just think that it could be quite easy for them to swing down that kind of yeah. road. And they can do better than that, and I just don't want them to. I d- d- like, I think Jared Leto would have been a good Joker. But not his Joker. Not not the one we got. No. And, again, that's... it's Some of that is on, on, on Leto, but most of that's down to the director and the writer and... Costume designer and tattoo artist, <laughs> like, but like there, there could have been so much more of that that's just completely out of context. Mm. So like, there's a reason why he's the way that he is, or the way that he's looking the way he is. But I like, I liked the. Um, uh, I can't remember if it was Joe Leo or the director. I can't remember now, but sort of, sort of, basically, it was all about like the uh, metal grill, like teeth. Mm. He's like. It's because Batman's just battered the fuck out of him. Yeah, well, and you can yeah. tell that if that Ben Affleck that Batman punches you in the face, yeah. <laughs> he's probably going to take some teeth with it as well. So I was like, that's quite, still don't like it, but that's that's quite cool. Yeah, but um, it just seems like they came up with that after putting in the um, the design. Well, in the, I imagine that's just something they've came up with afterwards. I don't think it's something they've gone, well, yeah, he, he would wear... He'd, he wouldn't have a full set of teeth because Batman would have fucking battered him. Hmm. And they go, oh yeah, that's really good. Let's work on that. I think that's something that they've noticed after. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what I just it. said. No, I'm saying I, I think that is absolutely the case. I don't. Yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. They've they've sat and really thought about it. But in the same um, article, Jared Leto says that he was very, very, very against the tattoos. Yeah, I don't believe him. <laughs> But <laughs> I, I I just think it's a Joker designed by committee. I mean, there is a similar Joker in the comics, very short lived, but yeah, it's I know, a, but it's a this bit is more what I mean. They just take him. They they it's just sort of like a Frankenstein, a Franken Joker, where it's just like they've taken the hair and the face from this, and then they've taken the tattoos from this, and then they've taken the costume from this, yeah. and it's just all sort of mushed together. Hence, like it's same with the soundtrack as well. Um, yeah. It just seemed to just be just someone's playlist, and it just didn't seem to. It didn't add anything to the film. It was just. It was just all over the place. Well, when you've got stuff like like Guardians of the Galaxy, that the soundtrack was such an integral part of that film, and it made a lot of the scenes better. Not saying there were bad scenes, but like it worked and it was really good. And Thor Ragnarok did did the same kind of thing, um, except for. You know the opening of Guardians when you got Star Lord and he's listening to his music and it's all dead cool and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. I I I like it, but I don't like it. But I like that 
I really like that film because it really sets the tone of the movie. But when you see that same scene again in Endgame, but you've just got him just going, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, that seems not as good now. <laughs> like, he is an idiot. <laughs> but I, I like that it was the, the two different takes on, on the save scene. Yeah. And with such different, like, um, like not feelings, but just get a, a different kind of emotion off the film. And I just liked it. I thought it was quite good. Well, that's but, what a good soundtrack can do, though. It can just add to a scene. Yeah. It makes a scene better. Whereas if you just play a song for the sake of playing a song, because that's obviously what they were trying to replicate, yeah. and it just didn't work in the same way. It just really didn't. But at the same time, none of the characters are interesting. None of them pull you in. You don't root for any of them because they're all a bunch of bastards. But not even sort of like, oh, they're all murderers, and you should <laughs> you should hate them. It's just as like, oh, Harley, she's pretty cute, but she's a bit mental, or whatever. Deadshot, he shot some guy, so he he's a bad one guy. trick shot. Yeah, and then Killer Croc, you couldn't give a flying fuck about. Captain Boomerang, he just, he's got a pony. So, um, the fucking Enchantress was the worst. Um, and then they had um, fucking Slipknot and... Uh, there's someone else, I think, as well. Again, it's just completely unrememberable. Rick Flag. Yeah, but you know, he wasn't really a bad guy. And then no, Katana. But for no reason. Oh, yeah, Katana. Katana was pretty good. But why? No, there's no necessary reason for it, but I thought she was, it was good casting. And I didn't hate Will Smith as Deadshot. He just wasn't particularly great in it. But I thought he was a, an alright choice. Yeah. I still, I still don't like Margot Robbie's Harley. It's fine. Yeah. But like I have noticed though in the Birds of Prey trailer, like one of the one of the critic well, one of the many criticisms of Suicide Squad was in Wolf of Wall Street, Margot Robbie has the perfect Harley Quinn voice. Hmm. But she didn't do it in Suicide Squad for some fucking reason. But she seems to be doing it a lot more in Birds of Prey. Yeah. And uh, she's she's a, she's she's all right. She's she's arguably the best thing of Suicide Squad, but that's not a massive compliment. <laughs> no, I mean she's she's a good actress, but yeah, she, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Birds of Prey more than I am um, the new Suicide, uh, Suicide Squad. I don't know, because I think that's like because that's such a they're making such a statement with that film. Because it's, it's all female bad guys, and there's I think it's a female director as well. Um, although, actually, I may be wrong on that. I'm just going to double-check that. I'm more worried we haven't seen Black Mask yet. Well, we've seen Ewan McGregor. We know what he's exactly. like. We know he's good, and that's all we need to know. Nah. <laughs> there's a lot of films with really good actors in that aren't great. <laughs> <laughs> it, I still don't like... Kathy, yeah, still... yeah, it is a female director. Yeah, so that's why I've got more confidence in this, because they're going to be like, we need to repair some of the damage, so we're just going to focus on the thing that everyone at Halloween dressed up with fucking Daddy's Little Monster or whatever. No, fucking hate that. Ugh. Um, the thing is, though, like the, the original Harley Quinn outfit can be done live action. I know it's not the best costume in terms of what looks cool, but it can be done. Or go the Arkham City, Harley. I don't want fucking 
varsity jacket, bloody... It's just shit. I hated the fucking character design. Hated it. Um, with uh, what I was gonna say, shit. What I don't like is the same as Suicide Squad. None of them are bad guys, and this seems to be the same. They're making them more into anti-heroes rather than all-out fucking villains, which they are. Yeah. Because it's not like they they are under control. It's like because they do with the whole thing where they're at the bar and they're just like, yeah, well, he's right. Bit facts is like, yeah, well, I've turned all your bombs off, so whatever. And they're just like, yeah, yeah well, we should do this because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Why? No, fuck them up. <laughs> like, I, 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 that's what I, I mean. That, that's why I'm more interested in the the Kaylee Cuckoo Harley and the animated because mm. she seems fucking mental. Yeah, and again, the assault on Arkham Harley was yeah. really just. She sort of she she wasn't okay. unstable, but she was yeah she was fucking wired. Um, and that's what she should be. Yeah, kinda. That's how I see her anyway. You know, she she's essentially just female Joker, or at least a, a, someone trying their absolute best yeah, to be yeah. the Joker. And the Joker's like, I don't but need the, you, basically. This seems, but like I I'm I'm um, fully, I fully agree that Birds of Prey looks looks like it could be a good film. But it looks, it looks like it could be a good film in the same way that Deadpool is a superhero film. Yeah. Where it's oh, there's a lot of action and oh somebody said something funny, and that works for Deadpool. The, he's he is an anti-hero. These aren't mm. the villains. Let's have a good villain film, like bloody Brightbird. Yeah, that's a pretty good villain film, and yeah. he, he, there's nothing redeeming about him. No, he's he's a fucking prick. Yeah, <laughs> he's an absolute absolute nightmare. And then it ends with him becoming more worst, of a nightmare, <laughs> the worst thing imaginable. Yeah, <laughs> which is but I but I expect nothing less. If Superman went rogue, that's what would happen. Yeah, it would just what could yeah you're just going to pick people up and throw them about for a bit. No, that's you're just going to just fly around the earth as fast as you can and hit every building on the way. Or well, the um. There was an interview with Zack Snyder, um, and he had mentioned how true it is. I don't know. It's something that a lot of people have asked for, so it makes sense for him to say it. But I don't know. We'll, we'll assume it is true. But he was saying that his obviously he, he had to drop out of production of um, uh, Batman v Superman because of obviously had personal issues that happened. Um, but his original version of Batman v Superman, uh, no, was, Justice no, League. Justice League. Sorry. Yeah. His original version of it was like eighty percent of the film was, you know, when it's the uh, vision, well, basically injustice. Superman's gone fucking mental, and it's all in the desert and mm. whatnot. That was most of the film. Yeah, and I was like, that would have been a way better film. It would have been like because it would have just been these are characters that everybody knows doing things that you wouldn't expect, but they also haven't really, haven't really seen these versions of the characters for long enough to see what they like because if you've seen um iron man go rogue yeah and he's he's just a monster you'd know how much of a change from his character that would be because we've seen yeah. how much he is you know what he's about his his morals and stuff i mean batman going sort of crazy and shooting people that's not a huge stretch from the Batman we've already seen, to be honest. No. <laughs> it wouldn't be a complete change in character. 
and Superman we saw kill someone. So again, it's not I like that's that's the 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 line that will never be crossed because you saw him do it in the first outing. But with I think the difference with Superman is like most people's most of people's opinion of Superman is he is he's a he's the Boy Scout and he's the good guy. And I think I don't think you you necessarily need a collection of films under your belt before you went down the route of Lois is uh, Martha's dead and he's gone fucking mental and he hates the world. Mm. Um, if as long as you got as long as that context was laid out, Superman's that popular and well known that you y- you could go well. This is very fucking different to how Superman normally is. But I think emotionally, like you say, if you use somebody like like Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, Pepper dies or whatever. And he just goes, well, fuck everyone. You've been on that journey from the beginning up to that point. It, I mean, Endgame spoilers. Everybody saw it coming. Everybody knew he was going to die. Mm. Didn't make it any less emotional because we've had such a long <clears throat> time with this character. So I, I, I agree on an emotional level that I think it would be better if we'd had like two or three films. And then it went into something like Injustice. Or the Snyder Justice in um, yeah, no, like, it, it yeah. is the equivalent of um, the, the the emotional impact of that would be a lot higher, but I don't think you necessarily need it. No, I to think that's get an interesting point. Um, but again, there's there's a lot of you know Batman's a traditionally kind of like dark character. Hmm. Yeah, although people know, oh, the one rule, you know, you don't kill anyone. You go, okay, well, every film that we've seen with Batman in it, he's killed a bunch of people. Yeah. So again, unless it, it would have to be. Like full on executing people, yeah. Like it would be you know batarangs through the eye, kind of purposely going out of his way. Like what happened in Titans, basically. Yeah, Batman loses it and he um, finishes the Joker, and then he goes to Arkham and just cleans house. It just murders everybody. Yeah, and like everyone, like the, it was just sort of like the, you know, there's ambulances and there's just body bags everywhere, and there's like criminals that are all bleeding and beaten up and it's just like yeah in one night that's what he can do he can finish off the Joker and then he can get a Arkham Asylum and just wipe the place out yeah. if he wanted to and then that's when you know holy shit this Batman has lost it that's why he needs to be stopped now there's a good uh, iteration of it in uh, I can't remember the, the actual Batman it's, it's part of the new 52 but um, Casey Beast shoots Nightwing in the head, and he does survive, but he's got like you forget who he is and whatnot. <laughs> Classic. Um, but Batman tracks him down over the course of like so many issues. Batman tracks Gazy Beast down, and he fucks him up. Yeah. And then the they end they end up outside, and uh, KGB he, he basically just told him say like, "I know you're not gonna kill me." And then Batman gets his grapple gun and just grapples the. F- he just shoots him with a grapple gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like, uh, "If you can make it, if you can make it to a hospital, then yeah, you're not gonna die. If you can't, well, <laughs> oh shit!" And then fucks off. But it's literally in the middle of like the Antarctic. <laughs> <laughs> It's, but like it's, pretty good, though. it's like John yeah. Wick 2 when he stabs that guy in the heart and he's like, yeah, don't take the knife out and you'll be alright. Take it out and you die. And I'll just leave you like this. Yeah. Same of it. Yeah, it's like, well, you kind of... Yeah, I mean, that's, you are kind of just putting them straight to death. But, but not then directly. If you go, yeah, you go, well, you took the knife out. Like, yeah, well, you put it in. 
<laughs> That's still on you, you bud. Not, told you not to take it out, though. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's basically the same as the, the Bale one when uh, it, the, on the train with um, Ray. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I don't have to. I don't, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Yeah. And it just flies off. You're like, well. But you've you, still killed him. <laughs> yeah, that is still on you. If you could have saved him and you didn't, you chose not to, then yet yeah, you're responsible for their death. I'm yeah. pretty sure that you can still be arrested. Potentially. If if you see someone like I can't remember what it is now, but it's something it's like if you see someone being attacked, or if you see someone like say having a they, they collapse or whatever, and you just stand there and do nothing and watch because you didn't attempt to save them. Yeah, or it's, didn't it's essentially an accessory, isn't it? Yeah, it's something it's not, something not along to those the, lines anyway. That's but. the that is definitely the wrong word to use. But yeah. Could have done something you didn't. Yeah, so you Not, could still be. I still. I reckon you still be prosecuted for that. People listening, if you see somebody being gunned down, don't jump in. No, run away. If you see, <laughs> but, if they got a gun, don't be daft. <laughs> but at least call the police or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, Callum Dan told me I've got to be more vigilant. Ah, bang. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what the fuck was he on about? Totally joking. Yeah, he's he's not happy. He's not the new. He's he's not the current Joker. But it's, this is also isn't connected to anything. So there's nothing yeah, to say he's... Jared Leto couldn't come back. No, but he's still going to be regarded as the worst. A, uh, <laughs> no, I was going to say Joaquin Phoenix. He's going to be regarded oh. as being a better film. So any even if they did anything more with the Jared Leto Joko, Joko, Joko Yono, <laughs> um, Joker. He wouldn't. I, I can imagine he probably wouldn't be as well regarded as nah. Joaquin Phoenix. It's the same as Heath Ledger. Go, because ideally you shouldn't really be comparing any of them because they're all different. They're all nah, different interpretations it, or whatever. You can't but, help but do it. No, no, and it's, it's kind of a natural thing. You go, well, who was I more entertained by or whatever? Yeah. And yeah, I mean the Joaquin Phoenix again. I haven't seen it, but I think that that does have the potential to be like such a well written and well thought out and well acted character but it's still i think you, this is you I, this is definitely one you can't really compare because it's not a it's not a superhero action comic book movie no Whereas, but it's it's a testament to any wacky character mm. in the right kind of movie can yeah. be serious well, look at I know the very different films. But look at look how different Logan is comparatively to the X Men films. Yeah. Or to that extent, any superhero film. But if you just strip out the wackiness and you just get down to the the very essence of what that person is or what that world is, then you can still make a really good film about someone or something. Yeah. Without being as bonkers as it might have been originally, you know. Like, remember that Power Rangers fan film, whatever it was? It was like a dead serious Power Rangers, but it was oh, like Power Rangers grown by... up and stuff. Oh, I forgot the director's name, but it's the same guy that did that Pokemon trailer I showed you a while ago. Yeah, I, yeah, it was like, yeah, no, I, I know the one you mean, yeah. It's part of his, he's, he's got a collection. He he made Dirty Laundry. Really? Yeah. Nice. He's got. A, he calls it the bootleg collection. Yeah, but that, that's the thing, though, is that you can still take the essence of who the Power Rangers are, 
but all the hiya and sparks and a giant bumblebee or whatever. Like you could take all of that away from it and just focus on the characters. Yeah, mm. what makes this team this team? What would they be going through? How would they react? Yeah, it's that was so it, good. It was, and that's the thing. I'd like, like shit. I'd watch that film. Yeah. I watched the shit out of that film. Are you kidding me? To be fair, they did an all right <laughs> job with the uh, the later reboot. Yeah, it's it's all right. You know, I've it's seen fine. it a couple of times. It's pretty it's, good. I think it's. I, as a lot of people know, I still like Power Rangers. The comics, mm. the Boom comics, are fucking excellent, and it's got the the it's got the right amount of. It's bright and colourful enough that if you enjoyed my more of Power Rangers, you'll probably enjoy it. But it's still mature enough that it's it qualifies as like a superhero team, not just some kids in spandex. Yeah, which. I should probably never say on air ever again. But <laughs> <laughs> the 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 reboot film I thought was really really good up until like the la- basically the big fight, and that's when it went full on Power Rangers and it was, oh we've got to work together. No, it's like no, don't ruin it. <laughs> See, that was the part that that pulled it back for me. Oh really? Yeah, I thought you'd like, be the opposite. No, I I think it was sort of like it was it was a pretty good sort of like you know they're kind of like a losers club kind of yeah you know it was sort of a it, it was a good way of kind of forcing them all together in that kind of way but then when they got the zords and they're into the city and they're just like okay guys we got to work together and like the music was there and i was just like man this just this just kicked into like proper power rangers nostalgia like this is it. <laughs> this is still what this is this it just seems just on the edge of corny yeah, but just enough. Like it was just like that's what Power Rangers kind of did for me. It always just sort of like rode the line of just being. You go, oh, okay, that's too far, and that's awful, and not taking itself too seriously. And that that part was what kind of got me because it was all sort of like people going, ah, it was ace. <laughs> I still think so, Goldar was a bag of shit, but other than oh, that, you, they fucking ruined him. Goldar was one of the coolest fucking characters. Yeah, but and I, they like, just the, made the him literally then... a gold fucking metal. Well, you know. Gold bars, the chocolate. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's basically Delicious. it was just a melted one of them yeah. that happened to form a figure of some kind. It was yeah. so bad. Fuck me, I forgot about that. Sad news <laughs> though. Uh, the the actor who played Lord Zed died like the other oh, week. Yeah. That's a shame. But speaking of Lord Zed, there was a Power Rangers film being. I think it's being funded on Patreon or GoFundMe or something. Um, and I followed the progress of it for quite a, a number of years, and I'm pretty sure it's just not happening now. But that was like a more so the the Power Rangers was more uh, military based. So mm. it's still the suits and stuff, but it was like kind of, they they had the powers and stuff, but it seemed more really futuristic SWAT unit type deal. Sure. But Lord Zed was in it, and the trailer they showed for Lord Zed was really well done, and it was like. Basically, Lord Zed was in like a a really big, proper oversized cloak, and it was like all homeless people and stuff. And um, there's a little girl; she's got a teddy, and uh, he kind of like entices her into this alley, and then murders her. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. then he, it, it, he comes out and he sits on this chair that's just like on the in the middle of this alley. Like I say, there's loads of homeless people around. You got like fires and stuff and whatnot. And then he takes his hood off, and it's like Lord Zed and stuff, but he's fucked. Like, mm. 
he's got like half his brains like hanging down the side of his face and whatnot. And he just looks genuinely fucking evil. I was like, man, this is going to be amazing. And I'm pretty sure he's just they're just not doing it now. You have to find me a link to that. that does yeah, yeah I'll find it. I think I may... Bear in mind, this was probably about eight years ago, so I may have made it sound way better. Than it Either way, was. though, I still think it's a, it's a cool-sounding idea. I still want to have a look at it. Yeah, it was, it was enough to get me on board. I didn't give them any money, but... Well, that's probably why they failed, you fuck. <laughs> Man, we, we were £10 short. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it seemed pretty good. I mean, it might still be in production, but I, I haven't seen anything of it Well, maybe it's, if they go, look, we can't actually make it ourselves anymore, but maybe we can offer it up. Like mm. the, the concept and the story and the, you know everything that we've well, done basically. Bat in the Sun was funding. Uh, they started a, like a GoFundMe for a, but they they actually had uh, like Jason Dave Frank and the the guy who played Adam and I think they had the original Red Ranger. Um, they had like loads of the original cast and the trailer's pretty good. It was like Legend of the White Dragon or something like that, mm. um, and it's kind of like. Not post-apocalyptic, but like evil's taken over and whatnot, and they've been tracking Tommy down, and he's just like uh, that. His wife and kids were killed, and he's like, "I don't want nothing fucking do with you guys." And then uh, they get in a fight, and then they basically say, "We need you," and it's kind of like merging his green and uh, white ranger coins to to form a new ranger. It was pretty fucking cool, but they didn't hit the goal. Yeah. They needed like. Half a million, and I think they Oof. got like I think they got like four hundred and thirty, something like that. Um, so they, instead they've decided. To, I think they're making it in, instead of making it a movie, they're making it into like a like an online TV show or something. Or like a webisode. Yeah, it seemed, it was quite a good idea. Like it was a good concept, and the trailer was pretty good. But yeah, they didn't they didn't hit the goal, so it didn't happen. But Bat in the Sun could pull it off though. Yeah, maybe so. Hey, have you watched the Killmonger versus Doctor Batman? Nope. Pretty fucking good. I haven't watched any of their stuff for a while, to be honest. That's the first one I've watched in ages. Pretty much anything with Kevin Porter, and I'll watch. Yeah, the bloody conservative, <laughs> Trump-loving bloody. They all, yeah, but he's still the best Batman. No, he's not. He's fucking brilliant, Batman. He's, he's he wears a suit, right? Yeah, and he sounds good. He and he's fucking huge. I'd I'd say cast him as a Thomas Wayne Shaw. Yeah, he's, it, thing is, he is a good. He's a good fucking. He plays a good Wayne. Yep. And he plays a good Batman. But I really like Ben Affleck. So what do I know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, do you have anything else you would like to uh, add or participate into this conversation? Um, speaking of bat stuff, um, Batwoman has oh. just come out. <laughs> um, I don't know if people are super aware of it. I'd like to think that they are, but I know that CW TV shows are kind of they're middling, I guess, in terms of um, viewing figures. But uh, Batwoman, I'd say everything except for Riverdale. What is middling? No, like Riverdale's like super popular and yeah, 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 yeah. and genuinely good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I watched the first episode of, uh, of of Batwoman. Granted, it was the pilot, so more often than not, the pilots are just sort of like a rush to get the point across to to get someone to buy up a series, basically. Yeah. 
Um, so potentially it's going to slow down a bit, but they just beefed through that episode. Like they just went plowing through it. And it feels like that should have been say this is the this is the, the sort of the look of what we're going for. This is what we want to try and do with a season. And then when they said, Yeah, sure, do it, make a new first episode. Because I don't yeah. think that that is a particularly strong contender. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, I think the audience score is 9%, which is, I don't think it's fair, but it gets the general feeling across that people aren't super impressed with it so far. And honestly, I'm not either. Would you say it's better than the Supergirl pilot? No. Then I will fucking hate it. <laughs> Supergirl had its qualities. Um I, I just don't think it was a show particularly targeted towards me, which I'm okay with. And, you know, I, if I don't like it because it's not made for me, that's my problem, not theirs. No, um, I, I just don't think it's a particularly well-made show. But that that's in... the problem as well. And, like, if if you watch it, um, this is something you'll notice, like, the sound, um, not like the, not the sound design per se, but, like, the music for it, it it's, it's, it's almost just like they're using royalty-free bullshit that they're just sort of matching to action scenes and stuff. It might be. <laughs> Maybe so. It just it just feels fan-made, I guess. And the thing is that I've seen fan films that are better than that. Um, it, it's just It just seemed like a big rush to just introduce a bunch of characters together. and Because I, I think this is still an alternative reality, Batman and Batwoman. So yeah. um, the Joker's still in it, though. So whatever that Joker ends up being, because it's just, it's just mentioned. Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> or she, I guess, I don't know. Um, I just mentioned on a newspaper headline. Hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't strike me as something. I was like, oh man, this maybe this is going somewhere. I'm just thinking, oh god, am I going to have to watch this as well? And I just don't like, especially now that they've got the the, the rights to do with Batman and Batwoman. I'd say fuck Batman off. I, I, he hasn't been in it, and I don't know if he's going to be. I'd say, don't touch Batman, leave Batman in Titans. Yeah, well, yeah, fucking definitely. Because that Batman that we've seen in action, I'm okay with that. And Bruce Wayne we've seen, I'm okay with him. Yeah, it's a good choice. Don't, don't deviate from that. Good choice. But there's, there's just, she seems to just be copying a lot of Stephen Amell kind of like acting tricks. Mm. So she's just she's constantly talking through her teeth like this. So it seems like she's really sincere and serious about everything. It's like, no, it just it seems like you can't act... And it's just, please, I, I'm just hoping that the more that they, you know, the more episodes that they made and the more she's had time to be in that character, yeah, the more she kind of warms up to it and plays with it a bit more. Because it just seemed very stiff. And mm. I don't know, it just seemed like it could have it could have been a show that was well done, but it just seemed too light and bright and fluffy for, for what it's could what it could have been. And I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not super impressed. I'll, I'll carry on watching it until eventually, if it does get to the point where I'm just like, there's nothing in this for me anymore. And oh. I'll just, I'll step out. And I don't, I didn't want that to be the case because that's happened with Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, yeah. Legends. And I just didn't want this to be another one suffering from that same kind of issue. Um, But I I don't know, man. I, I, I'm... I'm hoping that it does get better, but I really don't think it will. Not at least, but again, that's that's just my opinion. Watching it, yeah, so I'll, I'll still give it a, a blast, but I'm not. I ain't got any high hopes. However, yeah, you mentioned music just down, and that reminded me. Um, 
What is your favourite Marvel animated series theme song? Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, not X-Men. No, I think Spider-Man's still more iconic, okay. I guess. For, for the reference of what I'm going to tell you, what's your favourite Marvel uh, animated series theme song? X-Men, of course. Oh, X-Men! Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> after 20 years of it being on air, mm. um, they're being sued for stealing the theme song. <laughs> What? They so, stole the theme song. Uh, well, <laughs> the uh, the suit claims that the X Men the animated theme song uh, was stolen from an older television show and a Hungarian police comedy thriller called Linda, which had a successful run from nineteen eighty four to nineteen ninety one. So basically, I'm just going to YouTube this show right now. Um, um, you're going to have to skip quite far into the intro before you you can hear any kind of similarity. <laughs> Okay. I sat and watched the whole thing. Gary and Collie's show. Linda, L-I-N-D-A? Yeah, yeah. Linda the policewoman? Uh, possibly. Okay, right. Let's have a... Yeah, Linda the policewoman. So is it the intro music that's saying it's the same? Yeah. It's a, it, it gets a little bit before you, you hear it. Oh, Yeah, that's pretty much exactly the same. It, there's a few uh, the same notes in there. Yeah, that's 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 pretty. It's, it's not close, quite man. the same. There's no, but if you're if you're ripping something off, you don't make it exactly the same. You just yeah, exactly. make it close enough. But the essentially uh, the person, the Crisco um, manages the estate of the Hungarian composer. I'm not going to say his name because I won't be able to pronounce it. But sure. the person who composed the uh, song in Linda. Um, Crisco believes the television executives involved in the creation of X-Men anime series would have heard the Linda theme song while networking with members of the Hungarian film industry. Now, I'm pretty sure people at Fox wasn't watching much Hungarian film, uh, police TV shows at the time of making X-Men. But, From the 80s, I don't know. Um yeah. But Crisco claims he had never, ever heard the X-Men, the animated series theme song until recently, which is why it's taken so long to file suit. So this guy has never... X-Men, the animated series, one of the most popular comic book properties of all time with the most iconic theme song. Um, And at a time when Marvel didn't have a lot of money. (laughs) Now, they are part of the biggest fucking franchise in the world and fucking owned by Disney, now they're going to sue because they've just recently heard the song. But it, it would strike me that maybe they are of a certain generation where they wouldn't have watched it. But surely there, there must be... no way. No fucking way they've never laid their eyes on or heard the X-Men theme song. Yeah, but if these were all made by people in the 80s, they would have been sort of 40, 50 or whatever. No, no, no. Really gonna... it's, it's not the people that made it. It's the, the person who manages their estate. He's yeah. the one who's filing the suit. Yeah, well, idiots like you and me might watch X-Men cartoons and SpongeBob and Teen Titans and Go, whatever. That doesn't mean a professional fucking lawyer is going to. No, I'm not saying he sits and watches them, but they've at least heard it. They They have to have. It was massive that that show was, and yeah, in America, in England, maybe in English-speaking countries. 
That doesn't necessarily mean it would have been translated into Hungarian and been showed in Hungary. Yeah, well, I don't know where he is. He, well, if he's a Hungarian composer, one would probably assume he'd be in Hungary as well. Well, yeah, the, the composer was Hungarian, but I don't know if this guy was. Mm. Anyway, where I'm going with it is, Vanilla Ice didn't get sued for Ice Ice Baby, which was a direct rip from uh, Queen Song. Oh, um, under pressure. Yeah, da, 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 da. yeah, and that was note for note. Yeah, <laughs> this is um, this one is different. It is different, but again, you could go. Well, maybe they've taken inspiration from it. Maybe like it, it's clearly close enough to be, huh? Yeah. I, if you played me that and said, "What does that sound like?" I'd tell you it would be the X Men soundtrack straight away. No, if you if you show me that, I I wouldn't say, "Oh, is this just a different version of the X Men theme song?" But it is it is fucking similar. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. similar. If I ended up just watching that TV show because someone recommended it or it was just something I just happened across and then that theme song started playing, I'd be like, wait a minute, that sounds very I'd, close I'd to like, the... They've uh... ripped off the fucking X-Men theme song. Well, when was X-Men the original animated? Was that like late 80s, early 90s? It was 84. No, the X-Men cartoons. Yeah, 84. Well, that's the same. Oh, no, it's uh, not. Sorry, I read the wrong thing. Um... 92 to 97. Yeah, because the, the thing I just saw was said that it was 84. Um, 1984, that Hungarian show. Yeah, came 91. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'd say that I would be as concerned if I was managing Set of State as well. I wouldn't. Well, yeah, but again, you're not, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not, they're not, not going to win. No, of course not. It's just, and the, I, I, I find it genuinely very hard to believe that they've never seen or heard anything to do with the X Men. Yeah, but that—that's a very. You're just thinking of that from your opinion, like in the grand scheme of things. Do you reckon people in South Africa? Do you reckon they all know about everything we do? <laughs> that's completely different. Not but really. The, you're just no, saying that these are, these are people that are in an industry. Yeah. But that's that's making like a TV police drama. That doesn't mean that he's watched every single other piece of television just because it's in the same kind of industry. And also, he's in a different country that's not related to the same um, TV industry as America. You're not making a, a, a TV show for an English-speaking audience. Well, you're wrong, and I'm. <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to have a look. Did uh, did it go over into uh, Hungary? Um, I don't know if it's one of those things that's just because it's so renowned here, would it have been translated over? I mean, would the, you know, it depends on whether comics as a, a general industry was big in Europe. And I've got countries. a Hungarian friend who knows, he knows a lot about, he, well, not knows, like, he's very into, like, the MCU stuff, but I don't know if he, prior to that, whether he was interested in uh, the X-Men or anything like that. Sure. I'm so I'm assuming it it probably was translated over into Hungary. It was a it was a popular show. Yeah, again, to you and me it would be popular. No, it was popular. Yeah, but it's not like the office has been translated into 
and remade no. God knows how many times. <laughs> this was in a, this was in an age when there wasn't that many good fucking shows for kids. Yeah, find me some data, otherwise you're just making assumptions, and I'm not going to. Okay, X Men the animated say. series. Uh, all right then. Most popular animated TV shows from the nineties. Let's have a look. X Men. <laughs> yeah, it's you're searching it off your own computer, and it's going to just take into account what you're searching for. Look for popular animated shows in the nineties in Hungary. Then, if it's still saying X Men, then maybe. Uh, what kind of da, da, There's a lot on here that are still showing, like Rocky, Rocco's Modern Life, Ren and Stimpy, Batman. Is Ren and Stimpy still going. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, The Tick. Hmm. Hey Arnold. Batman Beyond. Spider Man. Animaniacs, X Men, Beavis and Butthead, somewhat I can't pronounce. <laughs> somewhat else I can't pronounce. Yeah, there's a lot on there. A lot on there, including the X Men. Yeah. But looking at that, I have just seen a, an article that says um, Tommy was out offers to direct Spider Man 4. <laughs> Jog on. <laughs> no thank you Tommy Wiseau no one needs he, you uh, for he, anything anymore he very publicly um, auditioned to play the Joker yeah I think that was just more of a stunt it was more fucking than awful a... wasn't it he looked alright though no he did not did you fucking lie <laughs> he's got the right face for a Joker he looks like a fucking Joker but not in the right way yeah he looks like a Awful! Oh, it's, I've just gone on his fucking Twitter, and it's like his banner. <laughs> it's just the Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, that's, that was the, that was his point, I guess. It's like you want to remake that Joker? I'll do it. <laughs> I love how like everything you go on for Tom of out is American actor and creator of The Room. It's like nobody fucking likes it. <laughs> What a twat. Anyway, <laughs> I got nothing else, Dan. I, I thought you'd be on my side for protecting the best theme song of all time. Oh, no, because the best theme song of all time is Superman. Which they stole from... <laughs> no, that was John Williams. John Williams, don't steal shit. Don't steal shit. <laughs> That's on his Twitter page. <laughs> the thing is, it's music. There's only so many notes and chords. Yeah, just like there's only so many letters. Well, no, because there, there, there's a lot of people that have filed lawsuits because, um, especially with punk bands, because of um, the amount of recycled uh, power chords. It's like <laughs> there's like. Six of them. <laughs> so. The thing is, though, it's a difficult thing to prove because, like, if I yeah. genuinely never heard of a song and then wrote what I believe to be an original song, and someone says, "Right, this is exactly almost exactly the same as mine," and go, I- "I've never even heard of it." Yeah. Like, how how do you prove that? 
Because um, you still say, well, you, you, you can still say, well, if I had no knowledge of that before I wrote this, this is still my song. This is still an original song from, that I've made. But there's no relation to yours because I've never heard of yours. I think it's there is something to do with, and I, I only know this because of, remember when we when we used to do uh, Tech Beaver and that yeah. somebody stole our fucking name. Did they? And yeah, do you remember? And I I hired our fake lawyer, Mustachio Bull. Oh God, um, <laughs> I remember the name, but not the context. Sent them a letter and they they took it all down. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but um, whilst I was looking into stuff, um, it is technically illegal, providing said parties have... So say somebody stole our name, yeah. Um, and it was not necessarily the name itself, but if there was a... I don't know, they murdered someone, and then that affected us indirectly because... Our name appeared in the same kind of results. If people sure. were looking up that, if as long as we have something published prior to their creation, you can. Um, to I can't remember the the actual name of the, the the not necessarily law, but you have good grounds basically because you've been you are a published identity, right? As opposed to I suppose if somebody just I don't know started a posting leaflets through people's doors <laughs> and they had it and they used the same name then so that's a little bit different but if they were trying to put out content or making I don't know art or whatever something like that right it's just it's literally just publishing rights something like that I don't know I'm not a fucking lawyer <laughs> <laughs> I shall speak to Mustachio Bull and ask what his opinion on yeah, it yeah good idea <laughs> It worked. The thing is, though, I don't understand. I don't even know why we chose Beaver of all the animals, but that was something that we we sat down and we we chose. I think you came up with Tech Beaver. Yeah, <laughs> but there there was no reason for it. It was just like that sounds quite cool. Googled it. There wasn't one. Sounds like sold. That'll do. <laughs> This was literally just called podcast for the first few episodes. Oh, I don't remember. There wasn't even like a project name for it. There was a few that we definitely couldn't use. It, well, probably. I remember something to do to do with nans and biscuits. That was definitely. I, I, I don't remember that at all. There no. was a lot, and then we we was just like well. Was, was it'd just be called podcast until we think of a name, and that's why we had the amazing intro. But that's probably the best intro of all time. It was like podcast, yeah, <laughs> they were good times, man. <laughs> New generation gaming. <laughs> oh man, it was awful. That's got much better, really. <laughs> yeah, production value's a bit higher, but. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> anyway, I think we should call it there. Let's do that. Because I've I've caught your tiredness. Yeah. You've I'm... infected me. I'm pretty tired, mate. So, um, apologies. This has been a bit of a. It <sighs> hasn't actually been that long. It's just turned an hour. But apologies anyway. 
Um, if you'd like to hear more better podcasts, then head over to roosterteeth.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can head over to our new and improved website at www.podcastfirstplay.com. Um, there's loads of stuff on there, uh, including our new show, Retro Shenanigans, and uh, more from previous shows, such as Calendar and Play, Calendar So Bullshit, Comic Book Club, and lots of other stuff. Um, while you're there, if you want to leave a message on the wall, we'll read it out on the next podcast. And if you want to head over to our social stuff, it is Podcast versus Player. Uh, is our Instagram and Twitter is at Podcast Be Player. Dan. Yes. Thank. Thanks for staying awake. I tried my best. You did. You failed miserably. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>